Yo, 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 what's going on, man? Today is March the 17th, 2023. It's your boy Chris, and this is the Cash Day with Chris NBA betting show slash podcast, where we try to get ahead of the early lines, try to see if we can take advantage of some of those early lines, and we bet on basketball. We bet on NBA, and we try to be profitable doing so. So um, as you guys join, um, if you guys are still finding you know value in the content, consider hitting the like button for me. Uh, subscribing to the shows on YouTube and all of those really, really good things. I appreciate that as always. And let's see if we can find some winners for today. Um, as I always do, I do like to do a, you know, just a quick recap of, uh, of yesterday. Um, we didn't have the greatest day yesterday. I mean, it wasn't too bad, but it wasn't the greatest day. We did have a, a one and two day yesterday. Orlando and Phoenix went over by one point, um, 229 is what the game finished at, 116 to 113. Um, I actually fell asleep on the game, but I, I, it was kind of trending in the wrong direction. If you guys was watching, uh, last the last uh, few minutes of first quarter, of the second quarter, um, they you know we saw like like eight points scored in the last couple minutes of each quarter, um, three four point plays, uh, technical fouls. It was just a lot hat fix right it was just a lot going on in those games so um that game did go over by one point yesterday that's a tough 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 break i take that play every single time uh you know 10 out of 10 uh also uh fred van fleet didn't need to get to 20 20 and 21 points yesterday did take his over 20 and a half uh he finished that <clears throat> he finished at 19 so just too short there uh, that game was also a blowout so he didn't play the last few minutes and typically he's the guy that's you know shooting the last minute free throws uh, you know, if the game is close, which it was kind of indicative of being a close game based on the spread. And then Jakob Pertl did get his double-double early in the fourth quarter, so we did cash that one. was a plus-money play, so we lose a little bit of steam. But overall, I think um, uh, I was 11-2 and two on the week before yesterday. So uh, if you guys have been, been, you know, taking the plays, you've been cashing. So, uh, yeah, that's what I got for you guys there. Um 11 and two, then we go one and two. So it's 12 and 12 and four weeks so far. So yeah, we're, we're doing pretty good for ourselves this week, but uh, real quick, let's get through, let's get through some of the games today. There's a couple of games that I wanted to talk to you guys about and that I wanted to break down. Let me just get my notes moved over. Let me also, yeah, let me just get my notes moved over. We can get started. So uh, first game I wanted to touch on was the, Philadelphia 76ers in the Charlotte Hornets game. So um, I know I know it's probably not the greatest game on the board, but we got the Sixers coming to Philly today. First Hornets looks like they're laying ten points. So, I'm sorry. It looks like the the Hornets, the home team, are catching ten points, and we got a total of uh, we'll say two twenty six. There's some two twenty sixes out there, two twenty sevens out there, two twenty sixes and a half out there as well. Um, let me tell you guys what I think about this game. So, so. Uh, I think it's important to mention that neither one of these teams uh, are on the front end of a back-to-back. -back. 
we always look at that when we're trying to cap totals because I'm looking at the total specifically. Ten points is a, is a bit much. Um, six is coming off a really impressive win. Could this be a letdown spot? I think absolutely could. Uh, you get the Hornets also. They're on the fourth uh, straight home game with three straight uh, overs in their previous game as well. So looking at the Sixers team, I think it could be a letdown spot for the Sixers defensively, specifically. I don't think that the Charlotte Hornets are going to be able to stop them, even though Charlotte had been playing you know, a little bit better defense. Their defense has kind of regressed to the mean. They'll also be without Mark Williams, I think, for this game as well. I think he's listed as uh, doubtful. He hasn't played in the last few games, and he's been a big anchor on that defense, specifically since LaMelo got since LaMelo got hurt. He's come in and got a couple double-doubles. Um, you know, so so letdown spot for, for the Sixers potentially after a tough game against the Cavs on the road two nights ago. You look at this Sixers team, they are 13 and 6 to the over in road games versus in a team versus in a team with a, a losing uh, record. Um, with those games averaging about 231 points. So 13 and 6 to the over there. If you look at the Sixers as road favorites in conference games, it gets even better. They're 8 and 3 to the over. And those games are averaging about 229 points combined, including four straight overs in that spot as well. Um, deep diving in a little bit deeper, looking at the Sixers, they're they're also three and one to the over. When they're coming off a win versus uh when they're coming off a win versus a team that they uh that has a when they're coming off a win versus a team um that has a um I'm sorry, I, my notes are a little confusing to me. Let me try this again. The Sixers are also three and one to the over when they're coming off a win versus a team um that they're facing that had a, a previous look that has a losing record uh in their next game i hope that makes sense so three and one to the over when they're coming off a win versus a team that has a winning record and facing a team that has a losing record so when the sixers have played against a team that's good and they won that game they typically have a letdown spot in the next game they're facing a, a team that has a losing record they go three and one to the over in that spot um, this seems to me, it kind of seems prime for a letdown spot on the defensive end. We know that the Sixers can get whatever it is they want with Embiid and with James Harden. I uh, couldn't talk anybody off looking at James Harden assists. Uh, couldn't talk anybody off looking at Embiid props as well as he kind of makes a push for his MVP campaign. And he's now taking the taking the lead over Jokic. As of yesterday, he had taken the lead over Jokic. Um, you look at these two, you look at the, the prime letdown spot. Sixers coming off a game where they beat a winning team. Uh, now they're facing a losing team. They are averaging a combined 243 points in that spot. I think it's one of the reasons why we're kind of seeing this one move up as far as the total. It opened at 225 and a half. It's up to 227 on some books. It's up to 226 and a half as well. I do like the over in this game. I do like the over. Sixers are also 5-2 and two to the over when facing road favorites with a total of 225 or lower. So, that, that would be my breakdown for this game. I'd be looking at the total. I think um, Sixers can get whatever it is that they want. And, and we see we see this time and time again when teams don't uh, when teams don't have, uh, you know, um, a rest disadvantage or they don't have, uh, uh, you know, aren't on the first leg of a back to back. They can kind of go all out in those spots. We know that, like I said, the Hornets have. They were an under team, but they have three straight overs in their previous game. So I don't see the Hornets slowing this team down. I also think the Sixers could kind of take their foot off the gas on the defensive end. Uh, Terry Rozier, uh, Kelly Oubre, I think those guys could have, you know, pretty big games in this one because the Sixers will just overlook them. Also, these two teams did play earlier in in, uh, Philly 
was a was a you know a letdown spot for the Sixers in that one without Lamelo as well, and that game did go over the total. So if I'm playing this game, I'm playing the over. Uh, 226 is uh, the best number that you guys can get right now. Like I said, this 226 is widely available, even though some books offer in 227. I do like the over in this spot. Uh, moving along, I want to touch on the next game I want to touch on. I want to touch on this Warriors and the Hawks game that's going to take place at State Farm Arena tonight. So Warriors, Hawks. It looks like, from my estimation, it looks like the Hawks are – uh, two point favorites, one one point favorites. We'll just call it one and a half. We'll say that the Warriors are. We'll say that the Hawks are one and a half point favorites. We got a total of two forty seven and a half. Uh, looks like that number dropped a little bit because that. Well, no, the bookmaker still got two forty eight. So let's talk about this game. So first thing I think is important to mention is Draymond has he did get suspended. Um, he picked up his sixteenth technical foul. Uh, in the Clippers game on Wednesday. So he will not be available. That tech that is not uh, is not going to be rescinded. So they'll be without Draymond in this spot. The Warriors are also on the first leg of a back-to-back, and they play in Memphis tomorrow. So um, conference game tomorrow, but non-conference game today, and, you know, potentially a, a winnable game today. Um, they struggle to play in Memphis all season long, whether John Morant is there, whether John Morant is not there. But – this Hawks team is terrible. We know I've been talking about it for a while now. Defensively, this team is really, really bad. So potentially a winnable game for the Warriors here. If they could somehow bring it on the defensive end. Uh, do they typically bring it on the defensive end? Absolutely not. The Warriors are 25-8-1 to the over on the road this season. So if you just blindly, you know, take take the over in their games on the road, you've been extremely, extremely profitable. This is one of the highest totals that we've seen throughout the throughout the year. Uh, I don't know if it's the highest total, but it is definitely one of the highest totals that we've seen throughout the year. You look at this Warriors team, they're 13-5 and five to the over and roll as, as road dogs this season. So they typically score points, but they give up more points is what that, you know, what that's telling me. You look at this Hawks team, they're coming off two straight losses where they gave up 136 points to the Timberwolves uh, on Wednesday. And then they had a game against the Celtics. I think that was on Monday. They gave up 134 points in that spot. Atlanta is really just not there. I mean, you you just they bleed points like you just get them left and right. They're, they're the third worst defensive. They have the third worst defensive rating post all star break. Really just not out there trying to stop anybody uh, more so just trying to. And, and they've talked about it. You know, you you read the quotes from Trey Young. You read the quotes from other guys on that team. They just play at such a fast pace that I, if I'm playing this game, I'm only looking towards the over. Um Hawks also 16 and 11 to the over as uh, home favorites, including four and one to the over uh, as home favorites post all star all star break. So when they're home favorites after the all star break, those games are going over. Also six and one against the spread as a home favorite revenge and same season losses this season because they did lose to this Golden State Warriors team in um, in Golden State when they when they played. Uh, I think that game did go to overtime as well. So um, real quickly, let me just let me see if I can find it real quick. I do want to. I do want to touch on just a, a tab, just to just go into a little bit more detail on how bad this 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 Atlanta defense has been. So I mentioned they gave up 136 to the Timberwolves, which the Timberwolves have really struggled to score, uh, you know, post All-Star break. We, we faded them correctly on a total against the Boston Celtics uh, two nights ago. So Minnesota, giving up 136 to Minnesota is crazy. 134 to Boston. They did beat the, the Wizards at home. They, they gave up. I'm sorry, the Wizards on the road, they only gave up 107 in that spot. 
They gave up 120 to the Wizards before that, 130 to the Heat, 117 to to Miami. Um, yeah, it's it's just been it's been really really bad for this team. <laughs> it's been really bad on the defensive end. So if I'm playing this game, I'm only looking towards the over. It should be a winnable game for Atlanta. I know that they probably want to get off the losing snide, but every single game for the Golden State Warriors is also uh, really really important for them right now as they as they battle in the you know in the Western Conference for 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 their playoff lives because they you know are coming off a, a loss to the Clippers the other day in a game that Steph had 50 points. Um, and I would also be looking at Steph points prop in this game as well. Uh, on the road, no Draymond. Draymond impacts the total. Uh, you know, he is one of the better defenders, even though he's been also not the greatest defender. Uh, I just feel like whoever they throw in there won't, you know, necessarily have the basketball IQ that Draymond has. I mean, of course they won't. Um, and I would I would look towards the Hawks to cover this game as well. Um, I didn't play this the, 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 the side. The one and a half, but I do think that the Hawks can cover this. Uh, head to head, the season series is now three and zero to the over uh, in the last three games, and four of the last five have also gone over. Just looking back at the total, and then um, you know if I'm I'm looking at the, the the reason why I'm looking at the Hawks, like I said, it's a winnable game. No Draymond. Uh, we know that the Warriors already struggled. They're the worst road team in the NBA, besides I think the Houston Rockets. Warriors are also just one and nine straight up and against the spread when they're playing on the first leg of a back-to-back. I mentioned they do play in Memphis tomorrow. They're also seven. The Hawks are seven and zero straight up, winning by an average of nine points when they're revenging same season losses this season as a home favorite, right? So when they go on the road and lose, but then they come ha- come back home and they're they're actually a favorite. Uh, this team is seven and zero straight up. So looking at the spreads, you only need them to win by two points. If I'm playing this game, I'm taking the Hawks. I'm not playing. I'm not playing the uh, Warriors. And I'm also I'm definitely taking the over. I know it's an extremely high total, but I'm only playing the over 248. Golden State should be able to come in here and score whatever it is that they want. And we know it on the opposite side, Atlanta, uh, you know, she to see little resistance from this Golden State Warriors defense that's absolutely uh, terrible on the road. So that's the way I'm playing that game. Uh, I want to get to one more game real quick. And I was actually just looking at this one. I want to touch on this uh, Wizards, Wizards and Cavs game. So Wizards versus Cavs. Uh, it looks like Cavs are six-point favorites at the crib today, and we got a total of about 220 points. So uh, this is an interesting game here. So you, you get a conference game for the Wizards who, you know, it looks like they've kind of tailed out a tad bit. This team is just four and six straight up and against the spread in their last 10. The Cavs are six and four straight uh, straight up, five and five in their last 10 as well. They are The Wizards are coming off a, a – I wouldn't say impressive, but, you know, a, a much-needed win against the Detroit Pistons. They won that game by 20 points. Detroit They caught Detroit on the second leg of a back-to-back, and it was a, a road, uh, a home road back-to-back for the Pistons as well. They did get the win in that spot. Um, injury-wise, real quick before I jump into the rest of it, Kyle Kuzma is listed as probable. He didn't play in the last game. He should be back in this one. Jared Allen, I think, has also already been ruled out for this game uh, against the against the uh, Washington Wizards today with the eye contusion. He, he hasn't played in the last four or five games, I think, for for the Wizards as well. They did, they did say – I'm for the Cavs. They did say that, you know, it wasn't as bad as the one that Darius Garland suffered uh, on opening night in Toronto. But, did, but you know, he, he I don't think it's, like, too um, too concerning as far as, like, light, you know, him being able to see light. But it is it is pretty, pretty um, you know, pretty bad. It's, if you if you look at him, you know, he can't really open his eye all the way. But neither, neither here nor there on that. You look at the Wizards, this Wizards team, they – and not in a good spot. 
And you can say the same thing about the Cavs. This is a third game in four nights. I think a fourth game is six nights for the Cavs as well. But this Wizards team, um, they play tomorrow. So this is a this is a one-off game for them. They played Detroit. Well, they actually they started the the season. They started the week on, uh, on Sunday in um, in Philly, and then they got a day off. They they came home and they played Detroit. Now you go to Philly. I'm sorry. Now you go to Cleveland for this game, but then you got to fly back home tomorrow to host the Sacramento Kings. So you either go all out tonight and try to win this game. Uh, or you save some tomorrow so Sacramento doesn't absolutely dust you off tomorrow. We know Sacramento's been absolutely balling. And Sacramento probably got revenge on their mind because the Wizards did beat them 125 to 111, right? So that's kind of setting the stage from the Wizards' perspective. You look at this Cavs team, they are coming off a nine-point loss as a two-and-a-half-point dog against the Philadelphia 76ers on Wednesday in a game that we did fade them correctly as well. But before that, they had back-to-back wins against the Charlotte Hornets. Um, they beat Miami last week as well, and then they lost to Miami in one of those games as well. But this team, this team has you know been been balling pretty much for the most part in the last few games. Uh, they have four straight overs as well. I think with Jared Allen not being there, you know, it kind of influences the total to go over because he's their defensive anchor. Um, and it, you know, just head to head, Cleveland did beat Washington one one fourteen to ninety one on February sixth uh, in Washington as well. Opening night. Uh, not opening night, but one of the opening games, Cleveland beat Washington 117 to 107 as well. I just don't like the spot for the Wizards in this one. I don't like the spot for the Wizards. And I think I want to back the Cleveland. I think I want to back the Cleveland Cavaliers as uh, home favorites coming off a home loss. Right. So a couple things I'll tell you guys, I'll share with you guys that I looked at. The first thing I looked at was. Let's see. Okay, so the first thing I looked at was um, the Wizards when they're playing uh, on the first leg of a back-to-back in road games. They're only two and seven straight up and two and seven against the spread, losing those games by an average of seven points. They've also failed to cover in that spot uh, six out of their last seven games. The only one that they did cover was against the Mavericks back on January twenty-fourth. So that's that. That's a big reason why I'm kind of looking towards the Cavs. I also, you know, kind of you kind of just want to fade. The, you you kind of want to take the Cavs in a bounce back spot after losing as a home. At, you know, at home they typically don't in that spot. So if you look at this Cavaliers team, and you look at them uh, as a home favorite off a previous home loss, they are three and one straight up, three and one against the spread as well. Winning those games by average of seven points, one seventeen to one ten. Um, they've won and covered two in a row. They won and covered against the Bucks in this spot. And one and covered against the Grizzlies as well. Diving a little bit deeper, I look at the uh, I look at the um, the Cavs as home favorites in conference games. 13-5 and two, not a team you typically want to fade. That's seventy two percent cover rate, winning those games by an average of eleven points as well. Um, and they have four of their last five covers, and uh, it looks like six of their last eight covers as well uh, when they're when they're home favorite in conference games. Uh, another thing I looked at Wizards just rolled dogs in, in, uh, conference games, just six and nine against the spread five and 11 straight up. And they, they've been kind of teetering back and forth. One more thing I wanted to tell you guys, and then I promise I'm gonna get off this game. Uh, I looked at the Wizards as road dogs in conference games after the all-star break. And they're, on the first leg of a back-to-back. Like I said, I just really don't like the spot. So Wizards as road dogs in conference games 
on the first leg of a back-to-back, 0-3 straight up, 0-3 against the spread. Uh, they In this spot, they've lost to the Celtics, got smashed, uh, lost that game by 18. They also lost to the Celtics again, lost that game by nine. Both of those games were in Boston. They also lost to the Pacers, 111 to 121, excuse me, on December the 9th. So they've lost and not covered any of these games. Um, if I'm playing this game, I'm laying the six points with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, this one, this one's not extremely simple, but it is pretty simple. Uh, you, you even go through and you just look at the Wizards' last few games, right? Um, the, the ones that they've won have come against really, you know, inferior opponents. The ones that they've lost have come from superior imp- opponents as well, uh, you know, uh, on the opposite wise in contrast. So Detroit, uh, you know, not a great team. They win that game by 20. They go to Philly. They lose by 19, right? They lose to Atlanta. They lose to Atlanta. They beat Detroit. They lose to Milwaukee. They lose to Toronto. So to me, it's just kind of a, you know, a trend. The defensive teams, they struggle with. The offensive teams, they typically play well against. So I, I would be looking at the Cavs minus the minus the six in this game. I'm going to get to the comment section real quick, and I know I've been on for 21 minutes, uh, and I'm, then I'm going to jump off of here. But I do want to – I do kind of want to just go over a summary of what I just kind of talked about. If I'm playing anything today, and I haven't played any of these yet, the three games that I kind of talked about, um, the uh, Sixers – and Hornets over the 226 number widely available right now. Definitely shop around for the best number. The Warriors and the Hawks over 247 and a half. That number is widely available right now. Also, really, really would look hard at Steph points in that one. Um. And then the Wizards and the Cavs. I'm I'm laying I'm laying I, I'd have to lay the six points with the with the Cleveland Cavaliers in this spot. If I'm playing, then I'm laying the points with those guys. So best bets are at the bottom. I'm gonna go through some of the comments real quick. Uh, let's see if we can have a good bounce back day. It wasn't a like I said, it wasn't a bad bad day yesterday. I just went I just went a little light. I talked about that yesterday. Not really liking the slate too much. So let's see what we can do today. Uh, what up, Brian? Appreciate you, man. Uh, what up, Derek? Zachariah, my guy. Um, Jay Herb said, yes, sir, let's get it. Uh, cast a plus 470 parlay with Pascal Siakam, 24. Uh, Shea Gildas-Alexander, 27. And Claxton points plus rebound that the guy in the spaces recommended. Yeah, the spaces was good yesterday, man. Spaces was good for sure yesterday. Good morning, Tyreek. Appreciate you yesterday. Uh, what up, Jake? Um... There's a chance that Curry may sit tonight. Yeah, I, I saw that. I don't think he's going to sit tonight, though. Um, I, I did see this cool Hicks. I think it's how you pronounce that. Uh, Steph is officially listed as questionable. The, 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 my, my concern, not not I guess not really a concern, but you just take a look at the Eastern Conference. I'm sorry. You take a look at the Western Conference and where these teams kind of stand right now. Um, the Warriors are – they are in sixth place right now, 36 and 24. Um to me, with the number being so high on the total, to me, it's kind of indicative of Steph being in there. Also, without Steph and without Draymond, I think the spread flies open. I think it, you know, the, we don't see a one and a half point spread. So I, I, I did see that Steph was listed as questionable. He finished the last game. I watched that game against the Clippers. He looked fine. I mean, maybe he could sit. He was getting banged up. But I, if I had to play, if I had to, you know, make a call on his injury, I say that Steph plays in this one. Um, 
Warriors can't afford to lose right now. They are in the sixth position, but you know, they they're what one game out, you know, uh one game out of being in ninth or tenth. So every win is really, really important for this team. And um I guess the the Warriors may be looking at it like uh, you know, are these are both of these games, you know, winnable, right? Um can we beat Atlanta today and then go on the road and beat the Memphis Grizzlies tomorrow? I think I think they I don't think they beat Memphis tomorrow if they go all out against Atlanta because Atlanta, you're going to exert a lot of energy trying to keep up with Atlanta pace. Atlanta plays so fast, which is why I'd be looking towards that total to go over. Uh, Timothy said, Chris, don't sleep. I sleep a little bit, man. You know, I try to get enough rest. I, I, I'm an advocate for, you know, getting getting a good eight hours of sleep. Uh, Bitsy said, Curry points at 29 and a half, juice to the under. Are they tricking us, Chris? I would say no. <laughs> I would say you got to open them at 20, 29 and a half. Um, nobody on that team is going to be able to guard him. Dude just went for 50. He had 27 and a half pretty much at halftime. So um, I think it's another, you know, night from Steph where he has to go crazy in this one, especially without Draymond. Um, somebody assist going to have to be in play as well, though. Maybe maybe we look at Clay points as well. Uh, check Clay game logs against, uh, against the Atlanta Hawks. Um, see how he's been playing against them in that spot because he is off a bad game and um, maybe he bounces back in this one. Uh, Big Nay said he loves the over in the Wizards and the Cavs game. Oh man, I don't know about that one. I, I, I mean, I could see it. I just gotta, I gotta look at it. Um, I gotta look at it a little bit more. Cox, uh, cool. Hawks said uh, Golden State Atlanta spread already moving to Atlanta minus two and a half. Yeah, I saw it actually at three. I did see it at three yesterday. Um, when that news came out that Draymond was gonna get was gonna be suspended and that uh the tech won't gonna be won't gonna be wasn't gonna be rescinded. Mike Bond said he waiting on Poole assist to open up. It could be I mean Jordan Poole gonna have to be in there. They're gonna need offense, but Jonathan Kaminga might also be somebody to look at. He's probably gonna play the role of Draymond today. Um, if I had to guess. But yeah, man, 58 people in here watching this morning. I appreciate you guys, as I always say. Um, best bets that I have not locked in. I got some more work to do on the card. Those are what I'm looking at initially, though. Those are my top looks for today uh, that I have in place. 76 is a Hornets to go over to 226. Warriors and Hawks to go over to 247. I noticed a high number. And looking at the Cavs to be able to cover uh, the six points, even without Jared Allen at home in a bounce-back spot against the Washington Wizards, who really, really struggled on the road. And they're on the first leg of a back-to-back. Absolutely hate the spot for the Wizards today. So, a uh, couple of spot plays that I like. And that's what I got for you guys. Um, I always ask you guys towards the end of the show to check out the podcast. When I when I finish these shows, I typically just download them uh, and get them uploaded to podcast streaming platforms. There's a link that's in the description as well for you guys. So people don't have to necessarily go searching, like, how do I find a podcast? If you look at the link on Twitter, I mean, on YouTube, if you look at the, you know, the description on YouTube, there is a link in there where you guys can click on the, podcast and if you guys wouldn't mind uh checking the podcast out just i'm not asking you to re-listen to it if you don't want to but uh you know a lot of gems that i drop in here a lot of sdql type stuff a lot of trends um a lot of stats i look at these games from you know a lot of different angles so if you guys wouldn't mind checking out the pod just leaving a review over there that would be greatly appreciated also uh subscribing to the show if you guys haven't already as well Hopefully we have another profitable day. I'm going to take some time and dive into this card a little bit to, a little bit more today. But um, and then I'll, you know, of course, do the show at 530 Eastern time. Crispy Cap and NBA show. 
Well, I have a you know official looks as well. Also, probably a bet US play of the day on Twitter, also. So uh definitely do me those favors, hit the like button for me, subscribe to the video, share the shows, all of those things, and check out the podcast. All those things are greatly, greatly appreciated. All the content is always free for you guys. I just ask that you guys help me out in that way. So best of luck. 28 minutes in the books, a lot a little bit longer than I expected to for today. But best of luck to you guys today, man. And uh, I'll be back at 530 with some official plays for you guys as I take a, a deeper dive into these games, man. Best of luck today. I'm out.